Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. Fifty-five KRC, five oh five on this Monday morning. I'm Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas, and I've been looking forward to saying this for a long time. I'm here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> I, I I make myself laugh. Uh, Joe Strecker is here. Joe, good to see you. And uh, you know, it, they I was told a long time ago in the radio business. Uh, if you can stay away from the topic of abortion, uh, that would be a good thing. It's just it's just so divisive. It's so toxic. It's it's so hard to uh, get people to come to an agreement on this, people who may see this issue different ways. And you look at the news this morning, and uh, really over the entire weekend, and that's all it's about. And the uh, the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade everywhere you turn, everywhere. And the, I mean, the, there's the stories here about Kamala Harris and what she tweeted out. Uh, the White House had to, where was that headline? The White House had to go back and, of course, uh, walk back or clarify what Biden said about adding justices to the Supreme Court. I guess the the singer for Green Day, I, I saw, it, who was it? It was Pink. It, can anyone within the sound of my voice uh, name a, a tune from Pink off the top of their heads? I can't. But Pink said that if, uh, if, if you favor, if you're pro-life, then you should never listen to any of her music again. Uh, that won't be a terrible stretch for me. So uh, I just look at that and I say, okay, that's, uh, that's not going to change uh, my life one bit. Uh, the, uh, the Green Day, Billy Joe Armstrong is the, uh, I guess, the, the front man for Green Day. Um, I guess there's a couple of songs I like by Green Day. I can't ever say I was really a huge Green Day fan. Um, American Idiot is a song I'm familiar with. A lot of F-bombs. You, you, you look at some of these stories, and and just as I was flipping through the internet this morning, uh, I'm reading so many of these stories, and, and the F-bomb is just flying right and left. 
And that's, I guess that's one of the, the problems with talking about this issue is that people get so upset about it, they resort to just throwing down the F-bomb as, uh, as a means of venting their frustration because it's uh, it's a complex I, I agree it's a complex thing I'm not saying I understand every every nuance of it but uh, for me basically I look at the uh, the 10th amendment uh, I, I've read the Constitution a few times I'm not saying I'm an expert on it by any stretch of the imagination but I don't find um, I don't find abortion, the procedure, the, the, the mention of it anywhere in the Constitution. And for me, that's pretty much what it boils down to is that, uh, you know, when you look at the Tenth Amendment and it talks about the, uh, the powers given to the federal government, the United States, uh, if they're not mentioned in the Constitution, nor prohibited by it, then those issues go back to the states. Those are up for the states to decide. And so that, uh, again, to my way of thinking, fulfills the notion that states are sovereign. Uh, I, I do believe in individual sovereignty. And if uh, if you don't care to live in a state where the the people of that state decide what goes on in their state, you are free to move to another state. That's, uh, that, that's your choice. Or you are free to work to get people elected who are of the same mind as you. So, yeah, it's some, it's some heavy lifting. It's some work. And of course, all the usual suspects are uh, out there uh, decrying what the Supreme Court did. So we'll get into that as we go throughout the day. But it, the, you know, with all the stuff coming out of the Supreme Court right now, there's uh, a lot of other stuff going on. And one is what's going on at the border. And I'm going to touch on that as we uh, go throughout the rest of the morning. Because what is going on at the border is, I think, probably more important than what the Supreme Court did. Not that, uh, not, and I am not saying that overturning Ro- Roe v. Wade is monumental. Absolutely. Uh, the ruling on the, uh, the Second Amendment and uh, overturning this, this, nonsense in New York about if you wanted to uh, carry carry a weapon on your person that you had to jump through the additional hoops of explaining to a government body why uh, you felt you had the need to do that. And of course, they were the ones who decided whether or not you got to exercise your constitutional rights. But uh, I mean, what the, the millions that are coming illegally across the border. And uh, Joe Biden's administration is effectively carrying out a policy of amnesty 
for illegals who are just just flowing almost completely unabated into the country. And this is getting coverage absolutely nowhere. The only place I see any coverage of this at all is on Fox News. And they have people at the border. They report from the border. And uh, other than that, I really, I don't see any coverage of it whatsoever. There's some alternative news outlets that I guess you could call them that, uh, that cover these stories. And, of course, uh, what's happening with gas. Well, I just saw a headline somewhere. I've got about 20 different websites open right now. And uh, maybe it was in the Inquirer. It talked about how, I guess, people are stealing gas and then reselling it. And, of course, uh, who didn't see that coming with uh, the, the price of gas? Oh, it's, it's come down. If you, Joe, have you seen the local gas prices lately? I think I saw 489 is what it, it, it's coming down, uh, you know, just a little trickle under five dollars a gallon. Yeah, <laughs> just says thank God for Brent. Yeah, that man, man that that uh, that release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve really getting the job done, and they haven't uh, they haven't canceled the eighteen cent tax yet, have they? The federal tax. I don't think they've done that yet, but yeah, Joe's out there doing everything he can to uh, to lower gas prices. So we're going to touch on all that kind of stuff during the day. And then we at the 8.05, uh, we have a guest. And um, that is Adam Carrington. And um, he is a, uh, oh, man, he's a, he's a political professor. I'm going to have, I, I honestly, I had to, Joe set this up, but I'm going to have to read up on that a little bit. So it's early in the morning, 5.15. You know, yeah, maybe it's just me, but there was a time when I used to know how to set an alarm clock, I mean, believe it or not, I could, I could figure out an alarm clock. I've got a, you know, of course, everyone has a cell phone and there's an alarm on there. And I, and I was carefully setting this last night cause I knew I had to get up early this morning. And, uh, when I went to bed last night, I was confident, confident. And I slept, I slept well because I, I was confident that I had carefully set my alarm and it would wake me up at the time I wanted to get up this morning. And uh, thank God for my wife, Joe, or else I wouldn't be here right now. She she uh, she nudged me and said, "What time did you want to get up this morning?" And I looked at the clock and it's it's uh, it's like it's after four. And uh, and that would I wanted I wanted to get up well I wanted to get up earlier than that. I wanted to be. I wanted to. I wanted to be here about a half hour, forty-five minutes before I actually got here. Spent, you know, the first day. I got a whole week ahead of me. Want to get things squared away, and uh, I don't. You know, I don't want to come in. I don't want to feel like I'm rushed. And and again, and the other thing is, there are one, two, three, four, five, five giant television monitors in this room. I, I and maybe it's just and maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I'm not able to watch TV on any of these monitors. And it's the same way in the other studios around this building. Uh, it we were told how long were we told that technology was going to make all of our lives easy? Just a press of a button. Look at all this wonderful stuff you can do. Well, I can't make any of these TVs work. I can't set an alarm. It it it's absolutely frustrating. 
It, it, and I just kind of wish that if, if there were like two of everything, yeah, here's one that's a brand new technology and here's one that's old technology and, and use whichever one you want. But uh, we've wiped out all the old technology in favor of the new technology. And uh, I, I, I just, I just can't make it. Thank, thank God that the computer's working because if not for that, then uh, it'd be it'd doubly frustrating. Joe, what time I got to be out of this break? We got to, I want right now we'll do that. We'll talk about the weather and we'll, we'll touch on all those subjects I talked about and more as we uh, roll along on this Monday morning. And uh, it, it's the start of a brand new week and the weather forecast is terrific. So if you miss Jennifer Ketchmark talking about that at the top of the hour, well, you'll get to hear me uh, talk about it as well. And uh, if you want to pick up the phone, 749-513-749-5500. That is the number to call. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas on this wonderful Monday morning on 55KRC, the talk station. And 55KRC. Sixty-four. My thing in here says 74. We have differing uh, temperatures. Joe's got 64 on his. I've got 74 on mine. That's all right. Oh, I, I was, I was kind of hoping you'd play that a little bit more. I, I was... Uh, and I, 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 I wanted to play this a little bit because I was out. Uh, a friend of ours uh, got married, and they, they got married in Florida a couple of weekends ago. And then they had their local reception here over the weekend. And the cover band played this song. That was pretty good. So we had fun doing that. And the last time I got a text from Joe, I was uh, doing a show over at 700. And he's standing texting me. He said, your bumper music sucks. <laughs> so now I'm going to... I, I've got a I, I've got a little notebook right here, Joe. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some notes on the bumper music. So you've got a lot you've got a lot to uh, live up to, and I, I I do I thank you for listening to uh, to my show. That, that's it's good it's good to know you're out there. Uh, Bloomberg is saying that uh, Roe v. Wade is institutional suicide for the Supreme Court, and uh, it's it's just a, it's just amazing how the, the there's there's really uh, there are so few items that, that galvanize sides completely, and uh, of course, the opinion writer for uh, for Bloomberg is uh, Noah Feld or Feldman, one uh, of the opinion writers. He declared on Friday the Supreme Court's abortion ruling overturning Roe v. Wade was one of the worst decisions in the court's history and an act of institutional suicide, declaring modern constitutional law over. Feldman suggested in a uh, an opinion piece that uh, the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization repudiated the very idea that America's highest court exists to protect people's fundamental liberties from legislative majorities that would infringe on them. People's fundamental liberties, fundamental liberties. I, I look at that and I think, well, what what are fundamental liberties? Uh, don't we all have the right to life? Liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that's not in the Constitution. That's in the Declaration of Independence. Pretty basic stuff right there. Um, 
and and again that that that's one of the issues that to my way of thinking uh on this whole abortion issue that uh that is is worth examining again because uh liberties come from the hand of god the the rights that we enjoy as sovereign individuals come from the creator endowed to us by the creator and that, and that is the the brilliance that is contained in our founding documents that that whole concept that uh, these truths are self-evident that we are endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights and among those are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness and so when you have so-called rights, and I've got the, the air quotes up, that are created by a government body, uh, those rights can be taken away by a government body. And the, the, the inalienable right to self-defense, to... Uh, Protect yourself from the heavy hand of government, Second Amendment, that sort of thing. There's a, there's a recognition that, uh, that you have a right to protect yourself. So when you have rights such as, you know, like abortion or any of, this, any of this other stuff, and of course, uh, people, you know, I, I saw Obergefell on, uh, on with Jim Acosta last night on CNN. And now, because of the way Clarence Thomas worded his uh, his opinion, they're concerned about uh, gay marriage rights and same sex marriage and all that sort of stuff. So they're they're concerned that uh, all these things are going to be revisited and overturned as well. So again, it's a complicated issue, and if you want to weigh in on it, seven four nine fifty five hundred, that is the number to call, and. Uh, I'll be here all morning long. Can't wait to talk about all that stuff as we uh, go throughout the rest of the morning. I've got to get to another break, and uh, man, we'll touch on some local items. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas on 55 KRC. Today, what happened today? KRC, the talk station. Five twenty-nine on this Monday morning. Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas. Joe was just in here trying to get me to do something on the computer, and of course I couldn't figure that out. <laughs> it's technology it makes everything easy. Just a few clicks away. All right, let's see. I've got uh, the headline here from uh, WCPO. Why did the FBI try to donate $15,000 to former Mayor John Cranley? And where did it go? Former Cincinnati Councilman P.G. Sittenfeld. Maybe the one on trial for public corruption, but the most dramatic testimony in district court on Friday came from an FBI agent who talked about the behavior of his political cohorts. Um, FBI agent Nathan Holbrook revealed under cross-examination that Sittenfeld's fundraising strategist, Jared Karmas, confessed to pocketing $15,000 in cash that the FBI gave him to deliver to a different campaign than Mayor John Cranley. Cam Ross is the witness on the witness list for the prosecution and is expected to testify next week that he is a well-known political consultant who helped many local candidates raise money, including Cranley, who unsuccessfully ran in the Democrat primary for governor in May. It's uncertain why undercover FBI agents donated to Cranley's campaign through Camras. Uh, Holbrook also revealed the FBI's key cooperating witness, Chinaduman Duque, admitted to uh, evading campaign finance limits and other alleged crimes before signing a proffer agreement to cooperate in the government's corruption probe at City Hall. Duque, a former Bengal, turned real estate developer, secretly recorded phone calls with Sittenfeld and introduced him to undercover FBI agents who were posing as developers. Holbrook said in Duqueway admitted to withdrawing $40,000 from an IRA account. He gave it to a friend who kept $5,000 and put the remaining $35,000 into bank accounts so that in Duqueway could avoid reporting rules. Uh, in 2013, Nduque gave money orders and others' names to three candidates as political donations. Cranley, who was running for mayor, Chris Smitherman, and Charlie Winburn, who were running for re-election on city council. None of those donations went to Sittenfeld, Holbrook said. Sittenfeld's attorney, Charlie Ritgers, questioned Holbrook about why the FBI zeroed in on his client during its corruption probe at City Hall in 2018 and 2019. He didn't get a concrete answer before court recessed on Friday. Cross-examination resumes on Monday. And don't you, don't you wish that sometimes the, these uh, cases in federal court could be on TV? I think this would be extremely interesting, especially for those of us who are interested in local politics, to be able to watch this on TV. I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm fine with uh, people reporting on it. Just doesn't have the same feel, though. If you, if you can allow cameras 
into local courtrooms. I don't see any reason why they can't be in federal courtrooms. Uh, Attorneys for Sittenfeld have long argued that their client was selectively prosecuted while the FBI ignored other behavior at City Hall. Holbrook has been on the witness stand for two days, answered some of the biggest questions that hung over City Hall since three council members were arrested on separate public corruption charges in 2020. How did the case start and who started it? By mid-March, Nduque signed a proffer uh, uh, agreement with the FBI, agreeing to work for them to root out potential corruption. The FBI paid him $27,000 in cash throughout 2018 and 2019 for his work on the Sittenfeld case and multiple other investigations, Holbrook said. Just going to drink a coffee there. It, that To me, that raises a question. I, I guess I'm not that familiar with the FBI and uh, and how they conduct their business, especially when it comes to running a, an undercover operation like that. Joe, does it seem a little unusual to you that they would pay someone twenty-seven grand in cash if they were, if if they, if that was completely legitimate? They, they they why wouldn't they write him a check? Why wouldn't they uh, just deposit money directly into his account? I, I I would think there would be no if if Indukway was working for the FBI and being paid for it. Why would there be an issue with a paper trail there? I don't understand that. Uh, Let's see. Those agents had aliases as wealthy investors with development deals across the nation who were looking to renovate Convention Place Mall downtown into a boutique hotel with legal sports betting. Uh, Over the past two days, jurors heard dozens of recorded phone calls and watched secret videos of Sittenfeld meeting with undercover agents who were known as Rob Miller from North Carolina uh, his business partner, Brian Bennett of Nashville, and their boss, Vinny. <laughs> He'd like to spend time on his yacht in Miami. Hey, here's our boss, Vinny. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got some money for you. Vinny's got some money for you. <laughs> yeah, Vinny's buddies with Tony Soprano. <laughs> There's our boss. Yeah, he doesn't have a last name. It's just Vinny. <laughs> Sittenfeld maintains his innocence. Uh, he was a rising political star, front runner to be the next mayor of Cincinnati. Uh, let's see. He faces six charges related to public corruption. Uh, let's see. Uh, on Friday, jurors watched a video of Sittenfeld meeting with undercover agents. I wonder if Vinny was there. <laughs> Vinny's not here. He's the boss. You know, he's done hanging out on his yacht in Miami. On Friday, jurors watched a video uh, meeting with undercover agents in a Columbus hotel. This was September 24, 2019. They ate chicken wings and talked about how to play sports betting inside a hotel the agents wanted to develop at uh, at convention place. <laughs> so uh, what kind of sauce? I don't know. I like mine with no sauce. I, we need to know. Joe wants to know what kind of sauce is on the wings. See, if if, if, if we were watching the trial... Maybe we would. Maybe they discussed that at the trial and it didn't make it into the report. That's the thing. 
See, when you watch when you watch trials on when I I don't watch that many trials on TV, but when I do, I kind of pick up on those little things and and it's it it it's a it's a, and a, again this is all the stuff the reporters there taking notes. I've covered some trials in a federal courtroom in those federal courtrooms. Joe, you ever been in one of those federal courtrooms downtown? They are beautiful. I mean, they are really really nice, and uh, it, it, they're they're built in such a way as to uh, convey the heft and the seriousness of the situation. If you're, you're in federal court, it's serious business. We all understand that. But, uh, and, and when these proceedings are carried out in these courtrooms, I mean, the, the inside of these courtrooms are just, they're, they're, they're really, really beautiful. If you've never uh, been there, do yourself a favor sometime and, uh, go watch a federal trial. Do we got a break right here, Joe? My late, okay. I'm late for a break. So we'll go ahead and get to a break and uh, maybe we'll talk some more about Vinny. Hanging out on his yacht in Miami with P.G. Sittenfeld. Going to get interesting. 537. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas on 55 Cares. ARC, the talk station. Five forty-two on this Monday morning. June 27th. Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas. I was going through the uh the WCPO, the Channel 9 account of the PG Sittenfeld trial that, uh, that happened on Friday. And, uh, the jury got to see video of Sittenfeld in the, uh, in the Columbus hotel room, hanging out with, uh, the undercover FBI agents. They were chowing down on some chicken wings. And, uh, apparently, uh, the jury hears, uh, Sittenfeld say, we've got to make sure the sports betting thing goes through. And the Cincinnati thing happens. Uh, he goes on to talk about how sports betting can be created in a controlled environment in the city by using zoning codes. This is what I would like you to do. I don't mind what it costs. So today you hear me. We're going to take care of you, not a problem. And then keep these guys, and he's referring to the two undercover agents in the loop, uh, the agent who was known as Vinny. So Vinny was there at the meeting, uh, said to sit and said, uh, Vinny said that, and then Sittenfeld responds, yeah. The agent known as Vinny then gave Sittenfeld two $5,000 checks paid to his uh, political action committee. So they're paying in Dukeway in cash, but yet they write checks to, uh, to P.G. Sittenfeld. A unanimous city council, including Sittenfeld, voted to sell the blighted convention place property on Elm Street to the port of Greater Cincinnati Development Authority in 2019 to get the liability off the city's books and give it a better chance for redevelopment in Dukeway. And the FBI agents posing as investors still hope to get an agreement with the port to develop the project. It got stalled because the CEO of the port, Laura Brunner, was pushing for a better proposal and potentially wanted to open it to other developers. Sittenfeld stepped in as jurors heard on several secretly recorded phone calls. Uh, November 2019, a phone call Sittenfeld told undercover agent Vinny he had a long, intense phone call with Bruner and said, I basically forced her to move forward. Um, she likes to act like she's the king, but she's not, said Sittenfeld, referring to Brunner, saying the port is 100% accountable to local elected leaders who control the budget. 
And that was the thing when this case, I remember when this case came out, Sittenfeld was, uh, was characterized by the FBI as uh, saying that he, he was the guy that had the juice. He's the guy who could get the votes. He was the guy that could make things happen. And, and I think in a way, uh, that kind of attitude is, is what hurt him more than anything else. And, uh, and, and this is what I find so despicable about PG Sittenfeld is that he uh, likes to, to walk around and talk about how he cares so much about the city of Cincinnati. Uh, he's, you know, he's, uh, only in public service to do what's best for the people. Um, and my way of thinking, P.G. Sittenfeld is in public service to do what's best for P.G. Sittenfeld. I have uh, felt that way for a long, long time. And had this uh, case not come to light, uh, we may never have known about uh, his own personal corruption. Now, of course, he's not guilty of anything yet. We'll see how the case develops and what happens. But... Uh, I've just long felt that this guy is a chiseler and uh, he's really only working for the betterment of one thing. And that is the betterment of PG Sittenfeld. And uh, I just, I would have done everything in, in my power being on talk radio to uh, persuade people not to vote for that guy. Had he uh, had the opportunity to run for mayor. So I think we dodged, uh, I think we, uh, you know, as a, a Cincinnatian who's concerned, I, and of course I don't live in the city of Cincinnati, so I don't get to vote for mayor, but uh, I do care about who's in the mayor's office, and I think we dodged a bullet on that one. 547, late for a break again. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas on 55 KRC. Look at RC, the talk station. Five fifty-one on this Monday morning. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas. I am a, I am a fan of Pat Benatar. Although this isn't my favorite Pat Benatar song, I'll have to have a little talk with Joe and see if we is, is, is there is there any more Pat Benatar in the system than that? Okay, we'll have to look that up and see what goes on. Joe says he's sure there's some maybe some more Pat Benatar. I, I bet he can't find the one that I like that's my favorite, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, just finishing up on local stuff here. Kings Island temporarily closing a, a ride because a wheel came loose as people were on the ride. Kings Island temporarily closed the uh, the bat. Uh, top previously known as Top Gun. I was I, the first time I saw that story, I was thinking to myself, which one is the bat? Didn't there used to be a ride back in the Coney Island days when Coney Island had all the rides there called the Bat? I know they've got a few rides left over there at Coney Island. But uh, people would always tell me about the bat. And uh, they, they had to shut this one down because something something just fell off. Nobody was hurt. Uh, of course, Kings Island says the safety of our guests is always the top priority, uh, said Chad Showalter. Uh, the ride's redundant safety measures help ensure the guests were safe while riding uh, and no one was injured. No timetable as to when the ride will reopen. So uh, the bat had a wheel fall off. And then uh, in Kenton County, there was a, uh, a motorcyclist uh, who was killed, a crash on 75. 
on Saturday in Kenton County, Fort Mitchell police uh, say. About 4.45, a 20-year-old headed southbound on 75 and uh, wrecked his motorcycle at the uh, 187.2 mile marker. Uh, The young man was deceased at the scene. Uh, The the motorcycle was the only vehicle involved in the crash. They're asking if anybody saw that or witnessed what happened to give them a call. Uh, Fort Mitchell Police Department, 859-331-2823. 859-331-2823. If you happen to see that, uh, the name of that motorcyclist not being released at this time. Um, Kenton County Police is uh, the serious traffic accident reconstruction team is handling that investigation. So uh, very tragic, very sad there. A young man on a motorcycle uh, wrecks the bike and uh, deceased the scene. Kamala Harris is uh, uh, being slammed by liberals. Uh, Here's the tweet that went out from Kamala Harris. I've only got about a minute here. So we'll pick this up on the other side of the news here at the top of the hour. But, uh, of course, uh, Kamala Harris had to tweet about abortion rights, and she wrote this. I know there are women out there who are afraid. To those of you who feel alone and scared, I want you to know the president and I are fighting for you and your rights. We are in this fight together. Uh, Comforting words there from Kamala Harris, but not good enough for the liberals. Not good enough. They say it's too vague. They want to know what exactly are you doing to fight for our rights. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, it, it's a, you know, it's one thing just to, to get out there and say it, but another thing to do it. Uh, how, how'd she do on the border? How'd she do on all the other stuff that she's been put in charge in or in charge of? Uh, not very well by just about any objective standard. 555 on 55 KRC. The latest news, traffic and weather is minute. Hear about it. 11% inflation. Talk about it. The highest gas prices. Poor administration. There's no baby food, for God's sakes. 55 KRC, the talk station. Fifty-five KRC. 
Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas here on the morning show. Kenny Loggins, right? Is that? Oh, oh, Glenn Fry, my bad. So this is the bumper. I'm making a note of this, Joe. Because Joe doesn't like my bumper music. He prefers his own. Which is fine. And look, I, I don't pick my bumper music on the other station either. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I have no I have no say over that. Uh, good morning and uh, welcome to 55 KRC, the morning show. I'm Dan Carolyn for Brian Thomas, uh, and uh, I'm lucky enough I get to be here all week. So I hope that doesn't make you uh, you know uh, change stations on us. But uh, uh, it, it's I love talking to this audience. I love this audience. Uh, loyal, conservative, smart. Uh, the phone calls that uh, that Brian gets are 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 just top notch, top notch listeners on this station and I appreciate the uh the opportunity just to us uh, and spend some time with you uh here on the early morning hours. Uh coming up at 805 we'll be talking to Adam Carrington who is uh associate uh, professor of politics at Hillsdale College and we'll be talking about the Roe v Wade decision and uh get some probably a, a lot more insight than I can possibly offer into that and and what that's going to mean for uh, the Supreme Court in the country going forward. Uh, Joe, do we have cut number three ready? The one of the uh, the audio that I sent you. Do we have that one ready, Bunny? Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, the Supreme Court decision, of course, everyone is weighing in on this. Of course, in- including Admiral Rachel Levin, MD, Assistant Secretary for Health, and uh, you may know who Rachel Levin is. Uh, the Assistant Secretary for Health, U.S. Department Health and Human Services. Admiral, by the way, Admiral the uh, Rachel Levin, the first uh, female admiral to serve in this position, of course, Rachel Levin, uh, not really uh, a female, but uh, declared uh, her, uh, himself to be a female. After living 50-plus years, uh, decided to become a woman. And, of course, uh, we all now have to pretend that, that Rachel Levin is a woman. Uh, Rachel Levin tweeted this out. We'll remember today as a turning point in our history. I stand with the millions of Americans who are angry and upset, worried and grieving. Are people really grieving because of the Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade? Grieving? As a doctor, I understand the importance of access to abortion and other safe medical procedures and no politicizing medicine damages health. So she knows that politicizing medicine damages health. So uh, according to uh, Rachel Levin, this is a, uh, a political decision. And uh, thank goodness that uh, Rachel Levin doesn't like to get involved in politics. Uh, here's something else that Rachel Levin believes. When it comes to... Uh, sex reassignment surgery. And uh, Rachel Levin put this statement out a few days ago. Joe, cut number three, hit it. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary, age-appropriate, and a critical tool for healthcare providers. As a pediatrician, when it comes to making sure kids are healthy and happy, I know how important care that affirmed someone's true identity can be. 
So there is the uh, Assistant Secretary for Health, Rachel Levin, talking about gender reassignment surgery for kids, hormone blockers, uh, transgender therapies for kids, medically necessary, medically necessary, uh, says uh, Dr. Levin, Dr. Rachel Levin. And look, Dr. Levin is a doctor. So Dr. Levin knows this is what's best for kids. This is, uh, to my way of thinking, sick and disgusting and is absolute child abuse. When you want to have a kid who is six, seven, eight years old uh, take these powerful drugs that is going to alter their body forever. Does Dr. Levin think that a seven or eight year old is uh, old enough to, uh, to go out and purchase a, a firearm? Does Dr. Levin think a, a seven or eight year old uh, should be allowed to uh, crack open a cold beer or maybe uh, enjoy a, a couple of fingers of bourbon over ice? Uh, does Dr. Levin think that uh, the, the kids under the age of, uh, of 18 uh, should be driving a uh, well, not under the age of 18, but uh, I was going to say driving a car, but you know, kids maybe seven or eight years old should be driving a car. Of course, you're under under the age of 18. You're not supposed to be voting in this country. That's really what uh, Dr. Levin, she knows, Dr. Levin knows, medically necessary. And all this, uh, all this transgender surgery is going to save lives. And so we're supposed to, to listen to lectures from people like this uh, when it comes to abortion rights and all this other stuff. It's absolutely disgusting to me that this is the official policy of this administration. That if you have uh, a little kid uh, who wants to tell their mom and dad that they they feel like oh I'm a I'm supposed to be a boy I'm supposed to be a girl in the wrong body. And look, I understand the whole notion of parents trying to do what's best for their kids. And they make that argument. You know, I'd rather have, uh, you know, a, a living daughter than a dead son. Well, it's, to my way of thinking, that's it. Look, it's tough. It's tough. It, it's, it's, as a parent, dealing with that sort of thing, it cannot be easy. But uh, that, that whole notion that uh, if you don't do this, then they're likely to commit suicide, harm themselves in some sort of way. If you don't acquiesce to that, no, that's that. That's where the tough job of parenting comes in, and uh, not everyone is equipped the same way to deal with those sorts of things. I understand that, but to have an administration and someone like this individual, Dr. Rachel Levin, telling Americans that this sort of thing is medically necessary and saves lives. I, I really have a hard time 
thinking of anything more disgusting than that. <laughs> and, and for this to be, and, and now the Biden administration uh, is threatening schools that if schools don't go along with this, all, all this pronoun usage, and I'm going to get into a little bit what the, what the Navy is doing with sailors right now. But if you, if you don't, the, the heavy hand of government forcing others to engage in this, uh, in this fakery and this falsehood about all this transgender stuff, a, a minuscule amount of the population in this country uh, truly has these issues. And the vast majority of people who are experiencing uh, this notion that they want to transgender, it's all being influenced by others from the outside. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. 615, got to get to a break. You want to pick up the phone, 513-749-5500. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas on 55KRC, the talk station. 55KRC. Make this the year. One look good. Chuck Ingram on 55KRC, the talk station. Six nineteen on this Monday morning. Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas, and uh, this is not Green Day. <laughs> the singer of Green Day says uh, he's renouncing his U.S. citizenship, and he says "F America." Billy Joe Armstrong, who I could not pick out of a lineup. How about you, Joe? You know, you know who Billy Joe Armstrong is. Sadly, he does. Uh, are you, you, you like any of the Green Day songs? There's a couple out there that I think are pretty good. All right. What about Pink? Do you know know any songs by Pink off the top of your head? No, he says no. Uh, and Pink demands that if you're a pro-life American, you never effing listen to her music again. That was a tweet that, that went out. So I guess that uh, shows how strongly they feel about this if they, uh, if they drop an F-bomb uh, during the course of their remarks. So that's great for them. Uh, it, so with all this stuff going on in the Supreme Court, and uh, every, of course, every headline has to do with abortion and Roe v. Wade and all the rest of that. Um, some serious stuff going on at the border right now. The uh, the Biden administration is apparently just uh, enacting its uh, on its own uh, de facto amnesty. Federal prosecutors are quietly dismissing stacks of cases against illegal immigrants under a Biden administration mandate that could be on pace to effectively pardon 1 million people, a million people by 2024, according to information reviewed by the Washington Examiner. Attorneys for U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement have begun to throw out tens of thousands of the 2 million backlogged cases in immigration court following a political appointee's order not to go after illegal border crossers from before the November 2020 election. So isn't that amazing, though, when you talk about the government dealing with illegals crossing the border? They always seem to have a a good number of people who come across the border illegally. it's, It's not like we don't know they're there. 
but yet the Biden administration is now just just throwing them out of court, not going to deal with them at all. And so there's going to be in the neighborhood of a million illegals that they know about uh, running around the country uh, between the, uh, the, the 2020 election and 2024, a million people. This is a de facto amnesty, said an ICE federal prosecutor who spoke with the Washington Examiner. Uh, the examiner obtained leaked video recording of virtual meetings that Kerry Doyle, ICE's principal legal advisor, held with more than 1,200 ICE prosecutors who bring cases against illegal immigrants nationwide, in which she explained in detail who should not be targeted for deportation. Illegal immigrants identified as national security and public safety threats or those who had crossed the border illegally after November 1st, 2020, would be the only cases ICE would pursue. All others would be dropped. So illegal immigrants identified as national security and public safety threats. So now we're supposed to rely on the federal government identifying people as national security, and public safety threats. And so when I see that, I'm reminded of all these uh, different uh, shootings that have taken place. The most recent one in uh, the, uh, the shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Turns out that individual was on the law enforcement radar. I think the guy in Buffalo uh, who did the shooting there had had contact with the system previously. And it seems like every time there's one of these shootings, it turns out that the individual involved uh, had either been previously arrested, questioned, uh, some red flags went up. You know, we're supposed to be big fans of the red flag laws now where they can spot people ahead of time. No, that doesn't work. Because a lot of these individuals, and this goes all the way back to the to the guys who did the bombing at the Boston Marathon. They had all been on the radar. And so now we're supposed to uh, believe that, oh, if you're identified as a national security or public safety threat, then your case won't get thrown out. Anyone have any confidence in that? So the Biden administration is essentially practicing amnesty for all these illegals coming in. And I've said all along, that's that that's part of the plan. Get them in here and uh, make sure you get them able to vote. And uh, don't think that argument's not coming down the pipe either. Get them in, get them vote, and uh, you almost guarantee that uh, Democrats will be elected time and time and time again. Although, uh, they they could be misreading the tea leaves on a lot of this with uh, all these ultra-liberal policies that uh, a lot of these uh, individuals do not support. It is uh, 625. Got to hit another break, and we will do that now as we roll on through this Monday morning here on 55KRC, the talk station. It's time to transform your home with new energy-efficient repeat talk station. 630 on this Monday morning. June 27th, Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas. And here I am telling people to pick up the phone and call 513-749-7000. 
And uh, people were calling, and of course, my my call screen was shrunk down. I was trying to uh, to do a little something on the computer there, and of course, I shrunk I shrunk down the I shrunk down the uh, the call screen. And you know, they used to have a setup where the, the call screen was full time, and it was dedicated just for that, and you could look at it at any time and see if there are people calling in. But of course, if you shrink it down, you can't see it which is what I did. And so that's why Tom and Will have been on hold so long. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get to these phone calls right now. And uh, we'll say good morning to Tom, and then we'll say good morning to Will. But, Tom, you're on 55KRC. How are you doing? Good, Dan. Uh, good to hear from you again. Uh, always like when you uh, you fill in. I, I'm, I w- I'm so glad and relieved that. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pink says I don't have to listen to her music because I never (laughs) listen to her music. Well, you know, if you're pro-life, you've been relieved of that burden of uh, of listening to Pink. I was worried, too. I I was starting (laughs) to feel bad. And that is definitely not in Joe Strecker's wheelhouse. That's a fact. (laughs) <laughs> well, he was actually, um, actually during the break, he was looking and he says that we don't have any pink in the system. So uh, we are way ahead of the curve. We are that. way ahead of the curve on that one here at 55 KRC. <laughs> um, Mr. Levin is, um, is another one that's just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't understand. You've got to have something wrong going on upstairs. If you're believing and buying into this garbage. You have to be so messed up mentally that oh yeah yeah that makes sense. Let's give kids all these altering drugs and and oh yeah uh, killing babies that's that's perfectly normal. Oh that's safe. Not safe for the baby, lady. The baby dies when you kill it when you have an abortion. I mean, it, uh, just stuff that seems to be common sense. I don't get it. Uh, I it, it, I shake my head. I, I, sometimes it's just like, what do you say to this stuff? It's so ridiculous, and hopefully enough people are seeing all this ridiculous stuff, and they realize that we got to get rid of these Democrats out of office because they are the vehicle that the left is using to push all this garbage. The left wants government sanctioning of baby killing and everything that's immoral and unnatural, so don't vote Democrat. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, Tom, thank you very much for the call. Yeah, You know, if someone would have told me uh, five or ten years ago, 
that we are going to live in a country where the official position of the government of the United States is going to be gender reassignment surgery, uh, that the that the government is going to be promoting this as a way of uh, assuaging the uh, the emotions of kids who are seven, eight, and nine years old, or maybe even younger, that uh, they're going to call for these kids to undergo these powerful drug therapies that will alter their lives forever, okay? Forever. And, and, you would, and you were going to tell me that this would be the official position of the government of the United States. Uh, I would have said you're crazy. I, I, I cannot imagine the, uh, a responsible government doing any such thing, but yet that is the official position of this administration. Uh, 633, we got Will. Will's up next, and then Pat. Will, you're on 55KRC. Uh, yes, I just got one quick question. All right. Do you, since this Roe v. Wade took over everything, do you think the Supreme Court, because this was kicked around at our dinner table, did this to deflect pressure off of this whole January 6th Capitol riot thing that I, I truly think is repulsing the Capitol riots. And that's all I got to ask, because we honestly think that, because they're trying to figure out a way to, you know, get this, this ex-president out of this mess that he got himself in. Now, you go ahead and rebut to that. Well, Will, just before you go, let me ask you real quickly, who is we? Well, it's a lot of my family. Uh-huh. A lot of my family that's been oppressed their whole life. Like my uncle's 70th birthday party was this weekend. So when we were at a 70th birthday party with a lot of Afro-Americans that went through a bunch of stuff in their life, this was kicked around by those elderly black men that raised me. I'm 53. So I was in a room with a bunch of 70-plus older Afro-American males, and they'd seen a lot. And they say this this got something to do with that. So you so your question, if I'm understanding your question correctly, you're saying is all this stuff that's coming out from the Supreme Court an attempt to distract from what's happening with the January sixth committee? Is that is that is that your essentially your question? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, Will, thanks. Thank you very much for the call. I appreciate that, and uh, I'll have a response. We got to get to a break right now. But I'll have a response on the other side of the break, 635. And Pat's on hold as well. If you want to join Pat, 513-749-5500 on 55KRC. Real story. See the talk station. Six thirty-nine on this Monday morning. Let's listen to a little Stones. Joe's right about that. The young guys don't play this kind of stuff anymore, which is all right. So you got I got a whole week of this coming my way. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, we had Will on the line right before we got to the break there, and Will was asking the question about the timing of uh, all this, the, the, these decisions coming from the Supreme Court. When you know, when you talk about Second Amendment rights and Roe v. Wade, and he said. Uh, was this uh, happening to distract from what is really happening at the uh, during the January 6th committee meetings? And my answer to that is I don't think so. Uh, I think that's a big old no because this is 
traditionally the time of year, I believe that the the court is going into recess, and uh, they they essentially take the summer off. The justices do, and uh, this is typically when they uh, release the decisions that they've made on major cases. Now, you know, from time to time, the the Supreme Court will hear cases that uh, get in front of them on an emergency basis, and they'll hear the arguments and uh, you know, render a decision in a relatively short amount of time. But when it's uh, it, when it's the cases that come before them uh, during the regular course of their session, uh, this is uh, typically the time of year when they release those decisions. And so, no, I don't think the timing has anything to do with what is happening with the uh, January 6th committee. So there you go. 513-749-5500 is the number to call. And we say good morning to Pat. Pat, you're on 55KRC. Good morning, Dan. I just want to know, is Abbott up there in Michigan the only plant that makes baby formula? That's that's a good question. Uh, I don't know how we can live in a country where there is only one major supplier of baby formula. That's one thing I've never understood about this whole baby formula story is how the and I guess there were poor conditions at this plant that led to some of the baby formula being contaminated. So I understand the reasoning for shutting it down, but I don't understand how the closure of one plant that produces baby formula can cause a shortage like this. I don't know how that has never been fully explained to me. And uh, during the news at the, at the, at the last hour, I made a note that uh, there's another large plane, a cargo plane of baby formula that has arrived in Texas and that'll be distributed throughout the country. And, and I, and, you know, this is what year is this? 2022? How is it that we have a yeah. country that is now reliant on sources from outside the United States to bring in baby formula for crying out loud? I mean, this is not, is, I mean, is there something magical or tricky to, uh, and I understand, you know, you have to have the purity and you have to, you know, it's, it's a complicated uh, chemical uh, procedure to, to create this baby formula. So you get the proper nutrition and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, for God's sake! I mean, my, my kids are all grown now, and uh, and and for a little while, we, you know, my my wife did breastfeeding, but uh, we switched to formula, and that was the method that we fed our children by. So this is nothing new. Baby formula has been around since since how long? I don't know how long baby formula has been around, but to say that we only have the one plant, I I, I don't know, Pat. That's the one thing on this that has never made any sense to me. Well, all I can say is I remember when we were giving help to other countries, never did I believe that we would have to be depending on foreign countries to send us formula. It just, it's mind boggling. But thank you, Dan. All right, Pat, thank you very much for that call. And it's not just the baby formula, but it's a, I I keep reading story after story after story. And and it's my own fault because I haven't, dug into this a little bit further, but that is something I do want to hopefully bring to the table maybe a little bit later on this week about all these uh, uh, food processing plants across the country that have caught fire or have been destroyed or shut down. I keep seeing these stories popping up, and I know there's there's a theory out there about this. I don't know how much legitimacy it has, and I don't know, I haven't been able to dig deep enough to find uh, the origin 
of some of these fires. I hope they're being investigated. But it just uh, seems unusual to me. Uh, the amount of food processing facilities in this country that are being destroyed by fire or uh, some other sort of accident or disaster or uh, being shut down for some other reason. There, there's a lot of that going on. And, you know, we, we've heard Joe Biden say that there are going to be food shortages. And uh, maybe someone is making that happen, someone or some group. I don't know. But, it, it, you know, when you, you combine that with the, the baby uh, formula shortage, it, it certainly uh, seems like um, there's uh, uh, something that is uh, hid from sight, something of which we uh, may not be aware that is happening. And, uh, I mean, it, it literally is, for this administration, it is literally one crisis after another. And uh, the, the way we uh, careen from one crisis to the next is not serving us well as a people. Uh, 645, got to get to a break. Kevin is on hold. And if you want to join Kevin, 513-749-5500. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas on 55KRC. The Ron Burgundy Podcast Station. Six forty-nine on this Monday morning. Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas as we listen to a little Kiss. Detroit Rock City. Come on now. This song always brings back memories because when I was a lot younger, this is the first song I ever heard from Kiss. There was a guy who lived down the street from me. He was a little bit older than me, and he uh, he had a GTO, Joe Strecker. You know what a GTO is? Yeah, Pontiac GTO was a convertible. And, man, that car was beautiful. I mean, he really kept it in nice shape, had some, some extras on it. And I want to say it was an eight-track tape. And he threw it in the uh, in the player. He said, have you ever heard of Kiss before? And I was younger, and uh, and I said no. He said, listen to this. And he put this in, and this song blew my mind. Detroit Rock City. What an all-time classic. One of the greatest rock songs of all time. Let's go ahead and get back to the phones. And uh, let's see. We've uh, got Kevin and Aretha on hold. Kevin's been on hold the longest. Then we'll hear from Aretha. If you want to join them, 513-749-5500. But take a lot of phone calls this hour, and I am glad to do it. Kevin, you're on 55KRC. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Dan. How are you this morning? All right, Kevin. Thanks for calling in. What you got? Hey, uh, maybe that maybe I could be an advocate for women's rights. Okay. Future women's rights. Um, I heard a interview, actually two interviews from two different female doctors Saturday on, we'll say, public radio. I won't go any farther than that. <laughs> but well. Uh, one of the women was obviously a pro-abortion and arguing that uh, now this is going to affect women's rights. And I'm thinking, if I'm not mistaken, uh, aren't a majority of babies that are born in this country women? I or, believe I believe uh, women are a slight women? majority in this country. I do believe that, yes. Well, what about the uh, abortion that uh, aborts? tissue that might have at some point developed 
into a woman. Uh, I guess that tissue doesn't have rights. Well, they, they, the, those who are in support of uh, abortion on demand would have you believe that it is nothing more than just uh, non-viable tissue or a clump of cells or something like that. But uh, the science tells us, and it, it's amazing to me that uh, so many of the people who are making the arguments uh, when it comes to pro-abortion are the exact same people who insisted that when it came to the Wuhan virus, that we follow the science. Follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. But that does not apply. Follow the science doesn't apply when we talk about this particular issue and what we know about what happens at conception and uh, how uh, a fetus develops in the womb. And we, we have a very good understanding of all that and uh, and and they refuse to follow the science and uh, talk about that it is the destruction of human life when you have an abortion. And they refuse to simply acknowledge that in any sort of way because it doesn't fit their narrative. Well, there must be an exception to follow the science, just as there is an exception in about every rule or law. Isn't that the case? Well, it, it again, it's the whole notion of, of how on it, they when it suits their political purpose, they will gladly utter that phrase and rely on that phrase. But when it doesn't suit their purpose, that phrase simply doesn't exist. And thank you very much for that call. Let's move on to Aretha. Aretha, how are you doing this morning? Hey, Dan. Hi, how Aretha. Are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm glad you called in. Well, I wanted to, you, you had started on a different topic and you were talking about, although I could go into the whole Ah, uh, Aretha, your right phone uh, hold, your phone broke up a little bit right there. What'd you say? I said I could go into the whole abortion topic, but we'll skip that one for right now. Well, um, every headline you look at, and it doesn't matter where you turn, every headline is uh, Roe v. Wade, abortion, abortion, abortion. And uh, well, saw, so here we are well, talking saw, about it. Well, I saw a picture on Twitter the other day. A lady was, like, visibly pregnant, like months pregnant, and literally had written not a human on her stomach. Unbelievable. I, I, as, as, and look, I mean, look, I, I'm a man. Chances are I'll never get pregnant. Uh, but, you know, of course, we live in a world now where we are told that men can get pregnant. But uh, I don't think yeah. it's ever going to happen to me. Aretha, I'm looking at the clock. I'm up against the clock. Can you hang on? Can you hang on? We got yes. a little break here and a little news coming up. And I would love to talk to you on the other side of this. Can you do that? Yes. All right. Uh, Joe, I don't, I'm not sure. There, he pressed the right button for me to put Aretha on hold. So, Joe, thank you for that. Aretha, stay right there. We'll talk to you. On the talk station. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. We're seeing things in a different way. And God knows it ain't his. It sure ain't no surprise. Yeah, we're living on the 55 KRC. Just like to let that uh, Aerosmith marinate for a little bit right there. Good stuff from uh, Joe Strecker. 7.06 on this Monday morning. And uh, if you're just joining us, uh, thank you so much for doing that. I'm Dan Carroll. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. 
This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I get to sit in for Brian Thomas all week this week. So Brian is, uh, is, is, is Joe, is he traveling out of the country? Is he uh, just a... Take a little, little time off. Okay, a little staycation maybe. So that's uh, that, that's good stuff. I wonder if he's uh, riding the motorcycle around. Probably got to be doing some of that this week, I would think. But that'll be great. Uh, you know, the other component of uh, this, uh, the whole Roe v. Wade thing, all the companies that are coming out now uh, saying that, oh, yeah, if we have employees that want to get an abortion, uh, we'll pay for their travel expenses. They do whatever they want. That's great. And, and and here's my question. I asked this on my other show the other day. We're going to get to Aretha's on hold. We're going to get to Aretha in just a second. But if you are uh, a birthing person, let's say, and you decide you want to have an abortion, do you necessarily want to go to your employer and say, hey, I want to terminate my pregnancy. I need to uh, get the, these travel expenses approved. I, I, I've never been a, a human resources person and God bless the, the, all the HR people that I've ever worked with have been fantastic. I, I've never had an issue. Uh, you know, when, it, when I've worked for companies that, that had HR people, they've all been great and God bless you for what you do. Because I, I, I know that I am not equipped to deal with all the uh, personal stuff that you deal with on a, on a day in and day out basis. And now you're going to have this on your plate as well. And, uh, and regardless of what your, your personal belief is on it, uh, you're just going to have to uh, treat these people with, with care and compassion and God bless you for that. But if it was me, I mean, I, I just, I don't know that I'd want to, uh, you know, announce to my employer, Hey, I need a little time off because this is what I'm going to do. And, uh, and they're going to cover your travel expenses for that. But uh, according to uh, Fox 19, Kroger is uh, going to take care of the, uh, the abortion travel costs for its employees. So congratulations to, uh, to you if you work for Kroger. Uh, Aretha, thanks for hanging on. You're back on. And, and where, did we, where did we leave off? We left off at abortion, but I want to pivot a little bit. Okay. Um, earlier you had made the comment about the food distribution plants. Right. Um, I wanted to let you know that there was a very in-depth article written on uh, ZeroHedge.com. I love Zero Hedge. The name of the uh, author is uh, Tyler Dur- Durdum. Okay. 
and he went through all 97 different food processing plants. Really? Dates, locations. Yeah. It's, it came out on like June 14th, but he went through all of those. And then he also talks about some other contributing factors like water processing plants shutting down, um, different things that are, that are happening in other states where they're like, you know, it's impacting the food processing as well. So I just wanted to kind of, you said you wanted to dig in a little bit, and I just wanted to kind of throw you in that area and let you know that there's a really in-depth article out there already. That yeah, I, li- I like, so I like Zero good. Hedge a lot. I, li- I love their tagline uh, on a, on a long, because it, it, it says on a long enough timeline, everyone's uh, survival rate goes to zero. I don't know why they put that I don't know why they put that on there but uh, I think that's a great tagline yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go look that up on on zero hedge and and hopefully uh get into that a little bit later this week you know I I mean I I love to talk about different subjects like that but on on this one I'm just saying I've I've read in that and that's the one thing I haven't found I haven't found the one place where all that information has been brought together and you can have it there to make heads or tails of it. So I did miss that one on Zero Hedge. I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah, it's, it's on June 14th. It's an article that came out that day. I just Googled it just to make sure. Okay. But, yeah, so it, it's a great place to start. And, boy, I tell you what, get your tinfoil hats on because after you read that one, you're like, uh-oh. Well, that's just it. I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole, and, uh, and, and that's the one thing. That uh, and look, if people want to peg me as a conspiracy theorist because I, you know, I don't believe that uh, that, that Joe Biden won the election in a legitimate way, uh, and and so you know, people like to peg me as a conspiracy theorist because of that, and I I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist in any sort of way, and so that and so if I start talking about all these food processing plants that uh, have you know. Uh, been damaged or made unusable through some sort of uh, unusual circumstance, then I definitely want to know what I'm talking about when I get into that. Oh, yeah. With, with, if you look at it, and it's because it's nationwide, if you look at it into small communities, you're like, eh, oh, wow, that hurt. You know, like, like uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Cross it. You know, like, what was it? Two weeks ago, Cross it up here in Wilder caught on fire, the produce distribution place. You know, and, and, and it's just one of those things where, or it was Castellini, I think it was Castellini, that uh, caught on fire up here in water. And you look at that and you're like, oh, that's a local problem. No, it's no big deal. But then as you branch out and you start looking at all the different cities and all the different plants and, you know, all the different venues, you've got meat, you've got chicken, you've got produce, you know, you've got, you know, all these different, you've got pork. You know, it, it just starts, you know, spreading across the board and you're like, wait a minute, that's a lot of odd areas and a lot of odd things happening all at the same time. Yeah. And, and it's literally I, within the last eight months. Yeah, I do recall seeing an article where it was it was breaking down the number of uh, of chickens that had to be destroyed yes. in, in recent months. And it, I mean, and the numbers yes. are, are in the millions. It, it's it's a huge, oh, yeah. a huge number. All right. So what else you I got, Aretha? One, yeah, there was one location that had like 2.7 million chickens that yeah, was right. euthanized all at once. Yeah, but I yeah, no, I just wanted to to put you onto that zero hedge article and give you a head start on what you're looking for. Okay. You got anything else? Nope, I'm good today. Right. <laughs> I could go for hours, but that that's that's just me. <laughs> Aretha, I appreciate you calling in. You have a great day. Okay. Thank you. You as well. There you go, uh, Aretha. She's and and I appreciate her helping me out on that. I mean, I, I, when when you're preparing for a show like this, I you just you read a ton of stuff. I mean, a ton. And look, I, I'm not complaining. I love doing it. I I, lo- I love looking at all this stuff and 
and and researching for the show. It, it, you know, when I when I get done here today, we'll be done at nine o'clock this morning. Uh, I'll probably be back in front of my computer at home uh, by ten o'clock, and I'll probably be there till three or four this afternoon, uh, looking for stuff to talk about tomorrow. And it's and and, and uh, don't get me wrong, I love doing it, and I love being here for Brian Thomas, and I love talking to people on the phone like this, like Opie. Who's up next? And then uh, we got Daniel at 513-749-5500. Opie, how you doing? Oh, I'm tired and grumpy, but I'm going to make it through this world. <laughs> how can It's a beautiful day outside. How can you be grumpy? I, I work third shift. Oh, man. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I, didn't sleep, it, I didn't sleep all weekend. And but it was so nice and cool. It was nice and cool when you came home this morning then. Yeah, well, I ain't made it home yet. Oh, yeah, so made it home. I, okay. I, I got to, I got to, I got to go to the grocery store and and have somebody put a gun to my head. Oh while my I God, good. You got to stop and you yeah. got to stop and take out a uh, a loan before you do that. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, I got to stop at the mortgage office when they open it up. It is. I mean, uh, the the price of food. That's something that I haven't talked about very much lately, but the price yeah. of food uh, right now is just is, is beyond ridiculous, and uh, and now, it, gotta, it's it's gotta, all tied it's all tied to the fuel price. Because uh, yeah. can you? I, I mean, you see how much diesel diesel uh, costs more than regular gasoline, and it's all trucks that run on diesel that bring the food to the stores, and all that yeah. all that's it's all built into the price of a a pound of hamburger or a head of lettuce or anything else. Yeah. Uh, well, before I get to Nan Whaley here, I think part of the problem with all these uh, food processing processing places that are burning down. I think the people that are running them might have had might have worked for the Clintons at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyway, there was a, there was another there was another Clinton associate who uh, who I guess committed suicide in the last few days. And I'm trying. I think shot, it, in ba- shot in the back with a twelve gauge. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it, no, they found him hanging, but and but they had. They was shot in the back with a twelve gauge. Yeah. But they ruled it a suicide. And, by yeah, ruled it a suicide. Yeah, got got. Uh, I think the term is got suicided. Is is that what the term is? Yeah. All right, uh, but, Opie. Yeah. You know what? I'm I, again. I'm looking at the clock. Can you hang on? Stay. Yeah. We haven't really gotten to what you want to talk about. Stay right there. Hang on. See the talk station. Seven nineteen on this Monday morning. I'm Dan Carroll. And it's my pleasure to be here for Brian Thomas, not just today, but all week this week. And I was flipping through my Twitter feed during the break there, and I came across a uh, a tweet that came from the President of the United States, Joe Biden. And uh, this is a tweet he put out a day or so ago, and he wrote this. The cruel truth is that overturning Roe will hit poor women and girls the hardest. See, this is... Uh, this is something, to my way of thinking, that underscores a fundamental truth about people like Joe Biden and liberals in general. Uh, they think that if you are, especially if you're poor uh, or you're not uh, anointed, as Thomas Sowell likes to say, like they are, then you're incapable of deciding things for yourself, that you need people. And th- and this is something that was really a hallmark of the uh, the Obama administration, that uh, that they are the ones who uh, put themselves in charge of looking after you, because as a normal American, 
You are not capable of living your own life, making your own decisions. And, uh, and you obviously don't have any free will because everyone knows that if you're a woman, according to Elizabeth Warren and AOC and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, that you're just going to get pregnant. It just happens. You're just going to wind up pregnant and, uh, and you have no other recourse but to get pregnant. And then when you do, of course, it, the, 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 the viable option there is to terminate it and have an abortion. That's just the way it is. And you need people like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to look after you, to, uh, to assure that, uh, you know, when you, when you just are walking down the street, minding your own business, and lo and behold, whoop, got a baby, got a butt in the oven. They want to make sure that abortion rights are there for you because you just can't control yourself. You can't think for yourself. And that's what uh, that's what all the liberals are there for. Opie, let's get back to your phone call. All right. Well, yeah, you talk about Joe and the abortion. There. Yeah. I'm going to go a little, a little sideways here. And I think that um, Bo Biden must have belonged to the UPS guy because the rest of his kids are corrupt and crackheads. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. All right, Nan, all right. Nan, Nan Whaley. Nan Whaley. I heard the, Nan Whaley was on the steps of, uh, was it the Capitol in Columbus? Yes, and she in, was preaching about how thousands and thousands of women and children are going to die because they're taking away abortion. Now, I would like to sit down with her and have her explain to me how these children are going to die if they take away abortion. I'm pretty sure that in this country that it's like a one in maybe 10,000 chance that mom's going to die during childbirth. You know, I mean, we're not we're not talking we ain't living in the 1800s no more. Um, so I want her to explain to me how it is that thousands and thousands of children are going to die because we take away abortion when there's been 56 million children killed by abortion in the last 50 in the last 50 years well and that's a, that's one of the arguments uh, one of the standard arguments that they like to use is that it, it it's nothing more than a medical procedure it's all for the health of the woman uh, all this other uh, mumbo jumbo and nonsense and then of course they love to talk about rape and incest and I, I read a, a couple articles about that uh, after the uh, decision was made and then uh, abortions that happen as a result of rape or incest are I want to say they're less than one percent of the total abortions that happen in this country. So it's yeah. so you know a lot of these arguments are just uh, fake and phony baloney, and and all the rest of it. And uh, you know when and it's it, they they try to claim the moral high ground on this issue, but uh, they really can't. And I think they know it. And 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 if uh, people like Nan Whaley want to yell and scream loud enough that uh, that all these women. And children are going to die as a result of this uh, this decision. Then it it try, maybe in in their own mind it makes them feel better about where they stand on this issue. But uh, you know, any, anyone that uh, has the ability to think for themselves just knows that uh, they really don't have any moral footing on this issue. I know I know I know of several people that have that could not have children. And they went through the channels, and they found girls that was going to have abortions. And the girls went ahead and had their kids, and they adopted their children. And 
So you know, I mean, there's a way out. I mean, the the yeah. fire the fire station has a fire station has a drop box for unused or unwanted kids, kind of like when you drop your car off at the dealership and drop the keys in the box. Yeah, I wonder what you the know? numbers. I know those those programs have been around for several years now, and hopefully we got to run. So thanks for the call. But I I wonder what the the numbers on that are, of the amount of people who uh, who take advantage of that, because it's it's uh, it's a sort of a no fault thing. Yeah, you, know, you have a kid that uh, you know you can't uh, take care of. And 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 look, I, I also, and I've, I mean, I've, I've read so much about this, and we got to get to a break here. So uh, Dennis and, uh, and Daniel, hang on. We'll get to your calls uh, after the break. But um, you know, I, I read a, a statement where someone said the, the choice, uh, if you're pro-choice or you're pro-life, uh, the choice should happen before you get pregnant. And to me, that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's sort of taboo to uh, to uh, chastise the, the women who are getting pregnant who have no intention of carrying that pregnancy to term. Uh, but I think that way of thinking is going to have to come off the table. And uh, that's got to be part of the uh, a part of the, of the discussion here. And uh, I know a lot of people don't want to cross that line, but uh, I think I've just done it. It is 726, late for a break on 55 KRC. This is what's happening. Roe and Casey are over. Seven thirty on this Monday morning. You're listening to 55 KRC, the talk station. I'm Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas. And we've been taking some phone calls at 513-749-5500. So uh, thank you so much for for listening and calling in. And let's go ahead and get back to the phones. And we've got Dennis. Dennis, thanks for holding on. You're on 55KRC. Oh, thank you. Say, uh, Roe versus Wade never really was about uh, extending constitutional rights. It was more of a, a vehicle or a device to take and sweep away an impediment against an agenda. Now, the whole thing was originally this idea of abortion was a eugenics uh, measure to control population. It's a population control issue. And what Roe v. Wade did was is it extended the power to terminate a human being. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without due process of law, which is, you know, black letter in the United States Constitution about due process of law being uh, a requirement before uh, capital punishment. And that's what Roe was. It extended the power to individuals to kill another person that wasn't recognized as a person uh, <clears throat> without due process of law or any protections, no Miranda rights, no representation by an attorney, nothing. And the horror that this thing has done, this darkness in American history, is about to come to an end, or it's the beginning of the end of uh, this policy of being able to de-recognize a person as a human being well, and then, deny then, them let me, all the, and, rights. Yeah, well, just let me uh, keep, hold your thought, because uh, when you say it's going to come to an end, it's really not going to come to an end. Uh, and and oh. this is what I've always thought about this issue, is that the the procedure is out there, uh, that, that, you know, that horse is already out of the barn. It will never go away. So the notion that you're going to end the procedure, I think is, uh, is, is false, but it, you know, but no. ma- making it legal and, and making, I, I guess, as safe as it can be for, uh, the woman who undergoes this procedure. And yes, I said woman, because men are not going to undergo this procedure. It's going to happen to women, birthing persons who are women, uh, so the the whole the whole notion that it's going to go away it's going to be legal there are going to be some states uh where they are uh perfectly fine with allowing this procedure to exist so the it's it's never going to go away in its entirety it'll always be there and people will be able to that go to true. and you know people will be able to go to 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 Canada or travel to Mexico if they so uh, see fit to uh you know to be able to undergo this procedure but the, you know the the thing about it was and you're right I agree with you that it was never a right it was uh it was something that was created out of a uh, a, a poorly uh examined uh examination I should say of the constitution and the constitution does it, it, it's silent on this issue and therefore you look at the 10th amendment and it talks about how you know these issues uh, you know these these powers that are not granted to the government go back to the states, and and to my well, way they, of thinking, it, it is what what overturning Roe does is simply follow the Constitution and says the the federal government is out of the abortion business. It goes back to the states, and to my way of thinking, that's the way it should be. I agree entirely with that, and you are absolutely correct that passing a law against uh, some criminal activity doesn't end the criminal activity. I mean, for example, the uh, free availability of fentanyl is essentially legalized murder whenever a uh, coroner or medical examiner declares that the death was due to accidental overdose. That shuts the door on criminal prosecution. So we've got these various devices that have legalized the killing of another human being that need attention that can only be really settled to some degree, maybe even temporarily, uh, by the action of the representatives of our government. And, and again, due process of law. I've got a great deal of uh, 
commitment to that concept. Well, we, we've got uh, I've got a, a, a professor from Hillsdale College coming up at, at 805, Adam Carrington, on this subject. And, and we may get into that a little bit. Uh, uh, Andrew McCarthy wrote a great piece on this entitled Roe Was Never Law. It's in uh, National Review. And I may touch on that uh, next. And uh, just to expand a little bit on the position that you're taking on this, Dennis. But I, Dennis, we got to run. And I thank you very much for the call and for the uh, for the thoughtful comments. 513 Station. 740 on this Monday morning. Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas. We've got Joe on hold. And I want to talk to Joe, but uh, first I just want to touch on this piece that was written by Andrew McCarthy and appears in uh, National Review. It's entitled Roe Was Never Law, a controversial subject that should never have been wrested from the people in the states has now been returned to them. And uh, Andrew McCarthy writes, there's no mincing words. The Supreme Court's historic Dobbs ruling made Friday a great day for life, a great day for the restoration of American constitutional law, and a great day for democracy in our republic. It acknowledges or it marks a high moment for the United States, the Supreme Court, which has been tested as never before. It stood firm and yet restrained, acknowledging that the great public policy decision in our society uh, are to be made by free, self-serving, determining people, not unelected judges. Uh, he goes on to talk about Barack Obama and how only moments after the issuance of Justice Samuel Alito's majority opinion uh, to wail on the Supreme Court, Obama did. Uh, he wailed the Supreme Court had regulated the most intensely personal decisions someone can make to the whims of politicians and ideologues. If you're keeping score, yes, this would be the same Barack Obama whose signature presidential achievement was radically expanding government control over health care, leaving more and more intensely personal decisions, decisions about actual health care, as opposed to the taking of an unborn life under the guise of health care, to the whim of, part of partisan Democrats and progressive bureaucrats. The main point here is not hypocrisy. It is hard-edged politics. The former president went directly to politics because for abortion crusaders, there has never been anything else. In row, seven willful politicians in robes usurped the power of the sovereign states to regulate abortion. Unless a constitutional right was at stake, the federal judiciary has no business introducing on the internal governance or intruding, I should say, intruding on the internal governance of the states, particularly over matters of health and safety that are the traditional domain of states, but the Constitution does not speak to abortion. And that is uh, one of the key elements that I think need to uh, be remembered uh, during the course of this debate. Justice Brett Kavanaugh, Dobbs' concurrence reminds us of Justice Antonin Scalia's Inarguable point in Casey, the states may, if they wish, permit abortion on demand, but the Constitution does not require them to do so. Permit it on demand, forbid it entirely, or implement some regulatory regime between those two polar opposites. It is simply not a constitutional question. Ergo, a judicial edict on it. Roe has always been a usurpation of authority under the guise of law. 
not an authoritative explication of the law. And uh, and the article, brilliantly written by Andrew McCarthy, uh, goes on to talk about and and really just makes the case of uh, how unstable Roe has always been. He says, we haven't been under Roe now for 30 years. The ruling was so unstable and indefensible that in Casey of 1992, a reluctant razor-thin majority of the court could save it only by gutting its rickety foundation while maintaining its bottom line, holding again in the manner of because I say so dictate not legal reasoning. And so that's how he breaks down Roe. Roe was hap- Roe happening or happened because of the dictate of because I say so. And uh, and there's there's no legal foundation for it. No legal underpinning whatsoever. Roe was not law and could never be defended as such. It has thus been defended by extortion, by the mob. It still is. The court's opinion was not even published before the night of rage planning was underway. The left tried to prevent the ruling from issuing by an unprecedented leak of a draft opinion, patently intended to intimidate the justices. And it it is beyond me. And and I wish I knew more about what was happening there, that the individual or the individuals responsible for that leak have not yet been uh, arrested or named or brought to justice in any sort of way. But uh, go to National Review and read the article by Andrew McCarthy, and it lays a uh, a pretty good foundation about uh, the, the the shaky ground that Roe was always on, and uh, why the court was right in overturning it. And it, it, it's one of the most brilliant pieces I, I've read on this whole debate, and I encourage you to do the same. Seven forty-five. Got to get to a break. We'll talk to Joe on the other side. As uh, we take your phone calls, 513-749-5500. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas on 55KRC, the talk station. The worst year for food and talk station. Seven fifty on this Monday morning. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas. Coming up after the news, top of the hour, Adam Carrington who's a professor at his Hillsdale will join us to uh, break down the, uh, the row decision. And uh, I just read that piece by uh, Andrew McCarthy talking about how uh, the, the whole issue has rightfully been returned to the States. So uh, again, this whole notion that, uh, you know, women's health is under attack and people are going to die. Uh, the, the abortion procedure is still going to be out there as McCarthy points out that it has rightfully been returned, uh, the argument has, the debate has, to where it belongs, and that is within the individual states. Federal government should have no say-so in it. As uh, the Constitution does not address the issue at all. Let's go to Joe. Joe, you're on 55KRC. Morning, Dan. How are you? I'm good, Joe. Thanks for calling in. Good. Um, My question is for the people that deny... Over the years, I've heard people say it's not a baby, it's not a human, it's a fetus. What if, um, I know probably prime television couldn't do it, but how do we find a way to show these people actually what happens in an abortion to educate them? 
instead of them guessing and not knowing and, you know, the pamphlets of lying and things like that, why don't we find a way to show them, you know, actually it is a small child being dismembered and murdered. Well, uh, there, 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 are, right there. there are a lot of people who simply refuse to look at that. I, uh, I, I worked in television news for a long time. I know that they would never, ever, ever uh, broadcast any, you know, local TV stations would never broadcast such a, a, a thing or, or a description like that. One of the most powerful uh, videos I've ever seen on this was uh, a, a doctor who testified before Congress, and he had in his hand a, uh, a surgical instrument that is about 14 inches long, and it's, it's, it's a clamp. It's a giant clamp, and, uh, and he mm -hmm. described the instrument for the members of the committee. And he, he talked about, uh, he held up the one end. He said, this is the business end of, and he, he, you know, he gave whatever the proper name was for the instrument. And he talked about the teeth on that side. And he said, and he, he clamped it on his finger a little bit. And you, and you can feel, if you've ever seen a medical instrument like that, you can feel those sure. those serrations, those teeth biting into the, the skin of your finger. And, uh, you know, when you clamp down hard, I mean, it can really do some damage. And, he, and this is a doctor who had performed... Uh, a, a number of abortions, and he described the process by which you go in and literally uh, tear the uh, the baby in the womb limb from limb, and it, it is just one of the most powerful descriptions. And and the, and the video is I want to say it's about five or six years old. It's been out there for a while, but you you listen to that, and I don't know how you can not be moved by that, and I, I just don't know how you can listen to that. And uh, come to the conclusion that it is simply just uh, a non-viable fetus, uh, a clump of cells, or just uh, some tissue that needs to be exercised from the body. Would they maybe be willing to show that gentleman's description again over primetime television, or, or, or set, set a link out for people to go look at it on their no, own? No, I've I've never seen it on television, <laughs> I, 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 and I don't think you ever would see. It. I know I, I can't think of a of a local station. Uh, five, nine, twelve, nineteen. Uh, that would that would dare run that on uh, on their newscast or or during any other part of the broadcast day. I, I they, would think if more people actually saw the horrific truth, a lot of a lot of these people that are so upset by this might have a change. Of well, mind. I remember when I was a kid. That's uh, that's the kind of stuff that Larry Flint uh, got in trouble for. Because uh, he he was involved in the whole argument about what is pornography, and and I re I remember when the, those mailers came to my house, and and my parents were and my my mother was extremely upset because this thing came in the mail and it had picture after picture of aborted fetuses, and Larry Flint was trying to make the uh, make the point about okay you know we have. We, you know, we have pornography on one hand, and then we have aborted fetuses on the other hand, and uh, you know the and I'm I'm trying to remember exactly, but his point was about the First Amendment, and so he was free to publish these pictures of aborted fetuses, but somehow they wanted to restrict his ability to publish, uh, you know, pictures of pornography, and he was trying to make the point that. You know, it, 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 what, what is offensive to one is not offensive to another. And he was trying to make the point, sure. you know, obviously being over the top about what truly is offensive. Sure.
Yeah, and 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 I I remember, I remember that was a huge controversy when he uh, he just sent those out and, and just sent out millions of those uh, things wow. that and I and I remember when I was a kid seeing that and I was and that was probably my first real exposure to exactly what abortion was. And it, I'm sure it's had a lasting effect on you. Uh, it absolutely has. And Joe, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate that, and uh, we will uh, continue on. But we got to get to a break, and we got news coming up. And then uh, Adam Carrington of Hillsdale College. Wall Street updates that make sense. sense. That are day-to-day reality for people. Simply money. Today after Hannity on 55KRC. on this Monday morning. Dan Carroll in for Brian Thomas. And another song that I could just, I'd be perfectly fine just letting uh, Barracuda by Heart play out all all the way because, uh, again, that's one of my favorites. But we have to get down to business here. And, uh, of course, we've been talking uh, almost all morning long about the uh, Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. And uh, here to give us uh, some perspective on this and break it down a little bit farther, we welcome into the show from Hillsdale University, Hillsdale College, uh, Dr. Adam Carrington. And uh, Dr. Carrington, thank you so much for being here this morning. Uh, good morning to you, sir. How are you doing this morning? Hello? Uh, hold on. we got to press the button here. Let's see. Uh, let's try that one right there. Dr. Carrington, welcome to 55KRC. How are you, sir? Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4patriots, the number 4, patriots.com slash on the right. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm well, glad to be here with you today. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I, I, was, I was looking at your bio. And the one thing I love about your bio, you talk about how you, uh, you watch copious amounts of sports. And <laughs> I love that. Because uh, I can't tell you how many professors I've talked to over the years, and uh, it seems like a lot of them don't like to admit that they watch sports that much, but there you are right there. Copious amounts of sports, uh, mainly, I guess, uh, Baylor and Ohio State University, college basketball and football, and uh, I'm glad to see you freely admit that. I love that about you. Well, I, I think it's good. It's, it's a good connection uh, to, to family. And I should also say that I'm a fourth-generation Cincinnati Reds fan. So I know they're struggling this year, but, um, yeah, I think that 
sports is an integral part to America, and I'm I'm glad to root for my teams and pull for them each 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 day. That's yeah. a that that's a beautiful thing. Uh, give me an idea of uh, of how, and I, I guess classes aren't in session right now. But if classes were in session at Hillsdale, uh, how would the whole Roe v. Wade uh, discussion be going at uh, at his at Hillsdale? Well, Hillsdale's a bit out of the ordinary for colleges. Mm-hmm. We have go ahead a more orig- originalist or textual view of the Constitution. Um, a lot of conservative students, so I think there'd be a lot of celebration on campus for what was going on and for the decision. Buses and buses of people to the Right to Life march every year, and I think that it would be very well received. If anything. I- all right. What the other side was saying, just to be fair. Uh, Dr. Carrington, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're going to go. We're, we've got a bad connection with you right now. So we are going to uh, go ahead and try and reconnect and see if we can't get a better connection. It's not your fault. It's, it's, uh, I, I truly believe it's on our end. So, Joe, if you want to go, do you want to go ahead and try and make the reconnection or we should just go ahead? Okay. We put them on hold and we're going to see if this uh, clears things up because the uh, the phone situation. Is it is what it is, and it, I know it's a that's a like a saying that really doesn't mean all that much, but it, it is what it is. And uh, it, do we want to try and bring them back now and see if we uh, are doing any better on the connection here with uh, Adam Carrington? Oh, he's going to call back. Okay, so he's going to call back. So yeah, and and uh, the one thing Hillsdale is a uh, and look, I get the uh, the the uh, the newsletter from Hillsdale in Primus, and uh, there's quite a few times when I will refer to that newsletter that comes from Hillsdale uh, on my show, because some of the takes that you read in there, it was a great one about uh, critical race theory. Uh, another great one about, and I learned a lot about the whole transgender issue uh, from uh, reading the uh, Imprimus from Hillsdale University or Hillsdale College. And uh, Adam Carrington, it sounds like you're back with us now. Uh, I am, hopefully with a better connection. Uh, but. <laughs> Hopefully so. Uh, Hillsdale is a uh, it, it tends to uh, lean uh, way more conservative than most universities around the country. But beyond the celebrating, uh, it, it seems to me that there would there would try to be uh, an understanding there of how uh, how flawed the Roe decision was and why this is a uh, what uh, I think anyway uh, something important that the Supreme Court has done in, in terms of uh, adherence to the Constitution in returning this issue to the states? Yes, and really my job teaching the Constitution would be to get great whether they liked the outcome or not, but to concentrate on those questions and concentrate on what the opinion that it was that, that this was a terrible decision from the start. It was badly reasoned. It's caused lots of been a decision that really fits all the criteria to be overturned and why that was the case. So we have very serious students here in addition to being largely conservative students. That's their focus is to understand what this means legally and what this means for the Constitution, not just for what, whether the students are pro-life or pro-choice. I think that's part of what we do here as a college. 
Yeah, and I, and I think that's where where so much of this argument gets lost because uh, people are so polarized on this issue. They feel so strongly about it, and and I know when, when I'm talking about it, I'm trying to to deal with it from the perspective of the Constitution, what the Constitution says, and and why uh, why this issue was rightly, I think, this time decided. By the Supreme Court now, Andrew McCarthy wrote a, 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 I think, a very important piece in National Review, um, and really goes through the talking about Roe and why the legal underpinnings and the foundation of Roe uh, were always so rickety that uh, it has constantly uh, been under attack for thirty plus years in this country, and now we, we you know, we find that Roe really didn't have the uh, the political, or not the political, but the constitutional foundation to be able to stand on its own. And that's why it was able to be or, uh, overturned the, the way it was. Yes, there's just no constitutional consensus that has come around this, despite the court repeatedly telling the American people to come to their consensus about it. And I think what Justice Alito's opinion did such a good job of is showing that there's just to the claim that there was a right to abortion in the Constitution, that the court trying to foist that out of really nowhere and try to create a theory about it has only inflamed political debate and not allowed the, the debate to be where it needs to be with the American people and their representatives. And that the best thing for the court to do, and this is a thing to emphasize, what the court has said it's doing is getting out of this debate. It's not saying what kind of laws State should pass. It's saying you need, as the American people, to make that determination for yourself. You need to decide what the status of the unborn or the status of women's rights are. And you're now in the driver's seat. We have failed in our attempt to be in the driver's seat for the last 50 years. So this is actually one of the greatest giving up of power the court has done in a generation or more. And it's one of the greatest invigorations of federalism, because now the debate's going to mostly be at the state level uh, in an era where we increasingly see a growing national government power. This is one of the greatest givebacks to the states of their authority in a long time as well. I think those are two things that sometimes lost in the digital life or pro-choice. Those things are at issue, too, and have been, I think, a major step that this case will be remembered for. Yeah, I, it, so, so many of the arguments that I, that I heard from the left, especially on some of the Sunday shows, was, uh, and, and Elizabeth Warren likes to talk about this, how this is a violation of your fundamental right to privacy. Um, how do you square that argument when it comes to the right to privacy? I could, because I don't think the right to privacy is uh, explicitly laid out in the Constitution either, is it? Am, am I wrong about that? The word doesn't exist in the Constitution. I think the audit is to say there are certain specific protections of your privacy, say the Fourth Amendment against legal searches and seizures or needing mm -hmm. a warrant to do so. But a general right to privacy that you can read in unlisted rights uh, into the Constitution doesn't exist. Uh, in fact, the court has rejected that itself. It rebuilt Roe in the, a case called Planned Parenthood v. Casey that also got overruled on the right to liberty. But what the court said is you can't just make liberty to be anything you want it to be. Um, you can't just fill it in with the content you would rather determine. The thing of liberty is determined by 
the people that wrote the Constitution. That is to say the laws mean what they meant when they were put into place. That's why originalists um, exist as far as a, as a judicial philosophy. And so that's why they rejected that those kind of readings. And I think a thing that they just don't take seriously is what the court did, which is uh, anything about privacy or liberty has to take into account that more than one person is involved in this situation. It's not just the woman. Uh, there is a profound respect that one can, and I think uh, many states and people do have, for the unborn child. And what should be done about balancing that unborn child's rights. And I think the court said, again, we've been terrible at trying to decide this. The American people need to decide what they think they, uh, what should be done about this question of liberty and this question of the right to life. Yeah, and they, and that's something I want to get into. We've got to get to a break here, but uh, if you'd be kind enough to hold on through the break, that's something I want to get into on the other side is when you talk about the rights of the unborn. And and I want, I want to juxtapose that with this whole notion that uh, that the the Constitution and, and you know you get what I think are extremists who talk about how the Constitution needs to be done away with because of this whole notion that it should be a living, breathing document and all this kind of stuff. And when you uh, consider uh, how we have advanced scientifically and our knowledge of what happens from conception and the time in the womb until birth, I, I think I think that is part of the brilliance of our founders and the Constitution, those founding documents that allow uh, for these kind of things to come into play. So uh, if you can hold on, uh, Dr. Carrington of Hillsdale College, uh, we'll get to you back to you on the other side of the break, but we got to hit this break. Let's go ahead and do that now. We'll continue our conversation here on 55 KRC. Make this the year you go to our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Talk station. 820 now on this Monday morning. Let's go ahead and get back to uh, Dr. Adam Carrington from Hillsdale, where uh, he's a professor. He talks about uh, politics, talks about history, talks about philosophy, constitutional law. And uh, Dr. Carrington, uh, my take on the Constitution is that it is, and part of the brilliance of, of the Constitution and our other founding documents, is that as we progress as a society, uh, we we learn things, and and the the Constitution is constructed in such a way that it allows us to correct things uh, where we make a mistake. Uh, for instance, uh, you know we uh, you know slavery was uh, you know, part of what made up America back in the early days, and as we uh, and the, our founding fathers knew that it was wrong, but it wasn't going to uh, change at the time they they wrote the Constitution, but. They wrote it in such a way that it allowed for slavery to come to an end. Uh, we, you know, there was a time when women couldn't vote, and uh, and we knew that that was wrong, and we were able to change that. And now that we have advanced technologically in a way that uh, we know what happens to a, a fetus in the womb, uh, it, it allows us to uh, actually bring in science and actual knowledge to the rights of the unborn. And I guess that's it. it I don't know. Is that where it gets tricky when you talk about when do rights begin for uh, a, a, a baby that uh, has not yet been born? Yeah, and I think you what you point out is that I, I think the founders understood in general what justice was. They laid out in, in things like the Declaration of Independence that we're going to celebrate in a week 
the idea of human equality and human liberty. But they also recognize that human beings aren't angels, and human beings sometimes misunderstand or even intentionally don't follow their own principles, including certain people in the founding generation. But they put that principle out there, and they put the means of the Constitution there to keep trying to realize those principles better and better and better. And sometimes it be, it's a moral change. We are morally convinced that we have misunderstood who and how liberty and equality work. But other times with, I think, abortion, it's more of, like you said, technology, the mystery to us. Uh, and it's not anymore it, with ultrasounds and other things. And we have the means of the, in the Constitution to say, now that we understand better, we can legislate or amend the Constitution or do other things, because one, the main way the Constitution sees change is amendments, but also we have a legislative process the Constitution sets up to try to realize those principles of justice and equality better now that we understand better. And I think that's where the founders were brilliant, I agree, in what they knew, but also brilliant in what they understood they didn't know and what they left to us to um, better realize their own principles going forward. And that's the challenge that we continue to do today as we, the American people. Yeah, I saw a, uh, a tweet that Joe Biden put out over the weekend, and he was talking about, and they love to make this argument as well, that uh, uh, poor women and uh, Donna Brazil was arguing that women of color uh, get hurt more and more. Uh, they're, they're the ones who bear the brunt of uh of a decision like this and uh look no one wants to be cruel or mean to to anyone in a a situation like this where where a woman is making uh this sort of decision so how do you counter those arguments when you hear that it is that a decision like this uh disproportionately affects people of uh who don't have the means to uh to, to to go out and you know, travel to another state or seek out these services somewhere uh, where it might be legal as opposed to where they're living now? Well, I would say two things. One, it also, this issue also disproportionately affects unborn children of color and unborn children who are poor, and their lives have been more likely to be um, taken from them because of this, often through manipulation of the women involved. Uh, manipulation by boyfriends, manipulation by society. And so what I would say is what what um, what the pro-life movement has been doing for a generation, and I think what states should be willing to do themselves uh, even more than they do now, is to come alongside these women and say, yes, we're protecting the life in your womb because we believe it deserves, that child, he or she deserves the right to life. But we recognize pregnancy is a difficult decision. It's a difficult process. Child raising is a difficult process, but we are going to provide help. We're going to provide counseling. We're going to provide uh, access to services and and resources maybe you don't have. So come alongside and say we value this child in the womb and outside of the womb. But that's something I think the pro-life movement has been doing for a generation, and those efforts just need to be redoubled now. There are now three uh, a crisis pregnancy clinics, I believe, for every abortion. I saw a pro-choice group lamenting that. Uh, let's make it 10 to 1. And, and, and I think that's how you rebut that argument. You 
step, you continue to step up what you do for the mother while protecting the child. I think that's the answer to those kind of questions. Yeah, and uh, Dr. Adam Carrington of uh, Hillsdale College, we've got to run, but before I let you go, uh, do you see anything, can you foresee anything in the future that would cause the Supreme Court to revisit this decision and and maybe reinstate, if not Roe, something like Roe? Is, is that, po- I, I guess it's possible something like that could happen in the future. What, what type of case do you think it would be that could possibly uh, lead to uh, a, another decision where the federal government finds itself back in the abortion business? Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think it's unlikely, given the momentousness of this, at least in the near term, but it would take two things. I think, one, a, mass, a massive shift in who is on the court, because I think even a Justice Roberts now would say, let's not revisit it, even though he does, wasn't willing to overturn. But I think the second thing would be you would have to have a similar thing happen with the current situation that happened with Roe, which is that the current situation proves unworkable in some way, that there's massive problems with it, that the American people become dissatisfied with it and that they want a judicial solution. Again, I don't think that's likely, but you would have to prove that this new, new circumstance that was just put in place was as unworkable or worse than what we just gave up. And I think that's unlikely, but I think it would take something like that and a, a lot of a lot of new justices on the court. Yeah, because uh, you can, I, I'd almost be willing to bet all the money that Joe Strecker is going to make today that uh, the women on the View are going to come out with some sort of uh, uh, idea like that that the, you know uh, there you know it needs to be reinstated or that the uh, Supreme Court needs to be abolished or the Constitution needs abolished, or maybe all of the above. So uh, those, those ridiculous arguments are, are no doubt on the way. Uh, Dr. Adam Carrington of Hillsdale College, thank you very much for your time today. Great talking to you. All the best. And uh, hopefully down the road we'll get a chance to do it again. I really appreciate your time this morning. I would love to be back. Thanks for having me this time. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Adam Carrington. Uh-
8.32 on this Monday morning. Joe Strecker digging deep into the uh, the playlist here at 55KRC. It's fantastic. What are we listening to, Joe? Oh, that's Jimi Hendrix. I should have known that. I almost said Stevie Ray Vaughan, but let's listen to this for a second. You know, I used to work at radio stations where we played music all the time. Unfortunately, we didn't get to play much music like this. But uh, it's it's a there's there are few things more mindless than uh, than when I was working in FM radio, because every time you open the mic, the only thing you got to say was uh, you read what was on a little card in front of you. And I appreciate doing this a whole heck of a lot more. And I appreciate you listening and uh, getting to sit in for Brian Thomas. Uh, 8.33 on this Monday morning. I'm here till 9 o'clock. Then, uh, of course, Glenn Beck will be coming up. And I can't imagine what Glenn Beck is going to be talking about. Uh, but we'll all find out together. I'm re- reading this article. Uh, the number to call, by the way, 513-749-5500. Uh, Joe, did you go to the uh, – wasn't there a pride parade downtown Cincinnati over the weekend? Yeah, Did you go? You missed it. You you weren't uh, you didn't have a float you weren't invited to be in the parade. Now very very non inclusive, uh, not to invite Joe Strecker to be in the parade. I I had other business to attend to this weekend, so I didn't make it to the Pride Parade. But I guess there was a Pride Parade in Seattle, Washington, and I'm I'm looking at some uh, un, rather unpleasant video of uh, and of course this whole notion of taking your children to the Pride Parade. I, I just cannot figure that out. Uh, I've been in contact with a uh, a group that is uh, called uh, Gays Against Groomers. And uh, they are going to be on this show. I'm not sure which day yet, but uh, we're, we've, we've been in contact with Gays Against Groomers. And uh, we are going to have them, or a representative of their organization, on this show. And uh, there are there uh, there is a growing coalition of gay individuals who are absolutely disturbed and and turned off and reject this notion that children need to be exposed to the pride movement, the transgender movement, uh, the homosexual movement, all this stuff. And their position essentially is is that. If you're a consenting adult and this is what you want to do, that is fantastic. Live your life, be who you are, that is great. But to have this constant exposure of young kids uh, who are, and I'm talking about kids who are four, five, six, seven years old, uh, is just, it 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 is really pushing the envelope just way too far. And... The notion that you have to have kids, I, I just don't understand why parents, self-respecting parents, would do something like that. So I don't know if any activity uh, like what happened in Seattle happened at the uh, Gay Pride Parade, or the I guess it's, it's not Gay Pride, I guess it's just Pride in General Parade in downtown Cincinnati. But the uh, disturbing video that I'm looking at uh, includes uh, fully naked bicyclists 
uh, who were in part of the parade. And the video shows young children right there, uh, fully exposed to these uh, these adults uh, pedaling around on their bicycles. And believe me when I tell you, they are adults that you would rather not see <laughs> in their birthday suits, uh, fully exposed by this. And I was reading reading an article from, uh, and the and the article was posted on a website, and I can't remember the name of it. And uh, I, I should have printed it out and kept a copy of it, but it was a website that uh, is about promoting fatherhood. And the article uh, talked about taking your children to a, uh, a, a pride event like this one that was uh, going on in Seattle. And it essentially was making the point that uh, you have to tell your kids that when you go to an event like this, you should just expect to see nudity. You should just expect to see people walking around with no clothes on because that is the new norm for an event like this. And, uh, and, and again, uh, these groomers, these pedophiles want us to carry on as a nation to act as if uh, this is all perfectly fine and perfectly normal. And so, you know, now we're supposed to, and look, if, if, if you're, if you're, again, if you're a grown adult and you want to celebrate your gayness or your queerness or your, uh, or whatever lifestyle you choose, please go ahead. But I, I just don't understand the notion of why can't you just leave the kids out of it? There's plenty, look, the, the, these kids are going to live the majority of their lives as adults. Uh, the the whole notion that you need to awaken them at this early age to this sort of lifestyle, uh, to this sort of thing with the the drag queens and the twerking and the 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 drag queen story time and all that other nonsense. Uh, there are a few things that that disturb me more than this, and uh, to see this video of this uh, pride parade in Seattle, it just makes me wonder when is that going to happen uh, here in downtown Cincinnati? And thankfully, according to Joe Strecker anyway, it didn't happen. Am I late for a break here, Joe? Am I looking at this? Am I looking at this right? Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. I'm a little late. Okay, let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and do that now. Uh, if you want to weigh in, 513-749-5500. Dan Carroll for Brian Thomas on 55KRC.
842 on this Monday morning. Thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. And I uh, am fortunate enough to be here all week. And I'm looking forward to that. I, uh, a story moved across my uh, my email uh, during the break there. And it's from uh, Spectator. And uh, and there's a piece on it. And this, and this is the point that I've been trying to make the entire time. You know, people like to talk. And this, this goes, it's talking about Joe and Hunter Biden. And people try to pretend as if the uh, the Hunter Biden story is really not that big of a deal. That it, it look, it, it, he's the son, uh, doesn't have any. He's not part of the administration, doesn't have any say so in, in what goes on in the administration. But the bigger story has always been: uh, Did the the dealings of Hunter Biden affect Joe Biden, and did Joe Biden? sell out U.S. foreign policy in order to benefit uh, from what Hunter Biden was doing, raking in all these uh, these millions of dollars. And the headline on this piece in, uh, in Spectator, written by Morgan Ortegas, is, did Hunter Biden influence Obama-era China policy? And Morgan Ortegas writes, he and John Kerry's stepson both had dealings while their fathers were in office. And I'm going to get into more. I'm going to get into this more as we uh, go throughout the rest of the week. But just uh, the first couple of uh, paragraphs here: fighting corruption is not good governance. Joe Biden once said, "It is self-defense. It is patriotism, and it's essential to the preservation of our democracy and our future." Going into the first term of his presidency. Obama gave then-Vice President Biden one of the most important foreign policy portfolios managing the U.S. relationship with China. However, there is precious little to show for this prodigious assignment. During the eight years of the Obama presidency, in which Vice President Biden was entrusted with this portfolio, China stole the personal information of nearly 20 million Americans who sought a security clearance, militarized the South China Sea under our nose, harassed and removed countless foreign journalists from their soil, began a genocide, and stole trillions of dollars of American intellectual property. The Obama-Biden administration responded with no sanctions, no trade embargoes or tariffs, no real scrutiny of their business acquisitions, no pushback, against their high-tech espionage, and no restrictions against their foreign propagandists. Rather, it appears, then-Vice President Biden leveraged his time as head of the China file to allow his son, Hunter, to build strong business ties in China. And, of course, we know that uh, that millions and millions of dollars flowed in after that. So that, that that's why that, that's the point I've been trying to make uh, ever since the Hunter Biden laptop story came to light, that uh, Joe Biden and uh, the policy, the foreign policy of the United States was sold out in order for the corruption of Joe Biden and his family to flourish. And that's the point. Uh, I've heard so many people, including other talk show hosts uh, on uh, not this station, but other stations here locally uh, try to make that point that the Hunter Biden story, not that big of a deal. 
I say it is that big of a deal. And uh, we'll, again, flush that out during the course of the rest of the week. Uh, One more break to get to. Let's go ahead and do that now. 846 on 55 KRC. Near Turfway due to an accident over on the shoulder. That traffic heavy out of Florence. Chuck Ingram on 55 KRC, the talk station. 8.50 on this Monday morning. It's been my pleasure to sit in for Brian Thomas, and I get to do it again tomorrow. That's going to be fantastic. Joe, do you think it'll be possible tomorrow to not talk so much about Roe v. Wade or the abortion issue? We'll, we'll see what happens. Well, unless something happens today, there's going to be a lot of talk about it today. And 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 really, I remember when uh, when Obamacare was passed, and I forget who was that said it, but they said it, what, you know, what the argument was trying to be made that oh, we need to pass Obamacare so we can stop talking about this so much. And it might have been Mark Stein who uh, was on who was doing all that. Whatever happened to Mark Stein? I don't see him on Fox News hardly at all anymore. But he said, if if Obamacare gets passed, then you're going to be talking about health care and Obamacare almost nonstop all the time. And uh, I think he was right about that. I got a couple audio sound bites I want to play, but uh, very quickly we'll get to Tracy, who's on hold. And uh, Tracy in Elmwood Place, what's going on? Hey, um, kudos to bringing up the Biden family corruption. I just... Very briefly, I just want to say I wish Americans would wake up to the stuff that's going down. So, well, uh, that's why that's 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 why the story is such a big deal because I think there's and and Morgan Ortega is 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 touching on it that uh, I think there's going to be as uh, Adam Schiff might say ample evidence to uh, to show that Biden uh, influenced or was influenced or did influence and change American foreign policy in order to uh, appease uh, those in China and those in Ukraine and elsewhere in order for millions and millions of dollars to flow into Hunter and then eventually to himself. So, okay, so he's gone. All right. Uh, let's uh, very quickly, uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, Alexandra, Alexandra, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, you remember how after January 6th? She was uh, so traumatized uh, because uh, she said she was almost killed. I think she had a little PTSD. But now she's uh, in the wake of the Roe v. Wade decision. I think she's overcome her PTSD. And this was her over the weekend uh, encouraging activism in the streets. Cut one. So the upside of that is that Ocasio-Cortez appears to be over her her fear of uh, large crowds and uh, calling for activism. And if you saw some of the video that came, especially from Arizona, and how people attacked the state house there, uh, it, you know that there there might have been a little bit of an insurrection going on there. Speaking of Arizona, by the way, uh, the woman who's running for a governor in Arizona, Carrie Lake. Joe, Joe, do you know who Carrie Lake is? Carrie Lake, she is fan. She is fantastic. Listen to Carrie Lake, and uh, she has a little conversation with a CNN reporter here. Listen to this. You don't have a mask on anymore. Uh, What's going on? Give a minute to chat. Well, we're six feet apart. (laughs) Do you have a minute to chat? 
Um, I'll do an interview. Okay. As long as it airs on CNN Plus. <laughs> Does that still exist? Yeah. I didn't think so because the people don't like what you guys are peddling, so, which is propaganda. Thank do you. you. Carrie Lake is the absolute best. Uh, she used to be a, a television news anchor. She's running for governor now in uh, in Arizona. I think she's going to win. But uh, that is not the first time. She has absolutely just destroyed uh, a, a fake and phony journalist. And she calls them out every time she gets a chance. This is going to air on CNN+. Plus. Is that still around? I think it lasted a total of about 30 days. All right, that's it for me. I'm out of here. Glenn Beck is next. Joe, thank you for your help. And uh, the great thing is we get to see you all again tomorrow here on 55 KRCV Talk Station. Your next injection on the latest. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right.